Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here, in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for independent minds. New jobs data released today, and it's disappointing. It's also perfect timing for a conversation that I'm about to lead. First, the data. U.S. employers added 100 94,000 jobs in September. That's according to the Labor Department. That was down from 366,000 in August, far below the more than 1 million jobs that were added in July. The unemployment rate fell by 0.4% to 4.8%. As of the last business day in July, the number of job openings in the U.S., 10.9 million As of last month, 7.7 million Americans unemployed. Or said differently, there's a job for everyone who's currently unemployed. So the question is, why are those jobs going unfilled? And if the first thought that you have is pay, then my next guest thinks you're missing the boat. Dr. Jamie Ayton is the founder and co-director of the Humanitarian Disaster Institute and Blanchard Chair of Humanitarian and Disaster Leadership at Wheaton College and has written a great essay for today at Smirconish.com. It's in all of my social media right now. I've tweeted it out. Make sure that you are reading it. Dr. Ayton, thanks so much for being here. Our psychology, not pay, is driving the Great Recession, says you. Explain. Yeah, well, first, Michael, thanks so much for having me. And, you know, I think in many ways, when we look at the great resignation and looking at all these jobs that are left open, that pay definitely is a factor. But I think we really have to kind of pop the hood on this and look much deeper that that pay issue and the open jobs are like an indicator on our vehicle that something's wrong. But in this case, I think it's actually also an indicator that something's going right for the American employee. Well, you study humanitarian disaster, right? disaster relief and crises, what does that have to do with the current time period and this jobless issue? Well, as a psychologist, I've been studying disaster mental health issues for over 15 years now all around the globe. And one of the things that our team has been able to find in several studies is that when we're faced with major traumas like a disaster or COVID-19, it really causes many people to reevaluate their life. And I think that that's one of the major reasons why we're seeing so many jobs left open right now, that that trauma shakes up our world. It causes us to ask those big why questions about, you know, is this what I, how I want to be living my life? What's next? It helps us to become more open to possibilities. And as a result, people are leaving jobs behind right now. 
In other words, the pandemic has become an epiphany moment for many of us? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually did a study where we've tracked some, uh, a large national sample over time in the U.S. Uh, since COVID-19 began. And what we've been able to see is that for many people, the trauma and the stress that they've gone through because of COVID-19 has actually led to some growth in their life, such as being more open to possibilities, that they're looking for a greater existential or greater meaning in their lives, that they're looking to prioritize things like their relationships or family life and balance in life. You know that the conventional wisdom has been that we were too generous, right? That the government, through enhanced unemployment benefits, had provided an incentive for people not to return to work. I can tell you that I've heard from many small business people, both in my own orbit and as callers to this radio program, who have said, I'm suddenly competing against the government to find workers. So, you know, to their way of thinking, they they think that people are just complacent and sitting at home and collecting a check. But that's obviously not the explanation you buy. Yeah, I I would offer a different perspective. But I do think for maybe some people that could possibly be um, a factor. But I think the real issue runs much deeper, that it is in our psychology that the government can't offer certain things that business can, such as a way to have meaningful employment, to feel that there's a sense of purpose. That those are things that government aren't able to offer, but that many small businesses can indeed make that a real possibility for their employees. I guess the question is, is whether you can pursue purpose in your life and and earn what you need to, to take care of your bills at the same time. And and if you're right, we're soon to find out. Yeah, I think you're right, Michael, that that is something that for many people, it could definitely be a struggle. But at the same time, even if it's a fast food job, you know, find ways to get employees connected to the mission of the business, that it's not just about flipping hamburgers, you know, it's about serving people, it's about trying to help people to be able to have a moment of escape, perhaps, you know, from the pandemic. Dr. Ayton, I'm I'm glad you said that, because I'm thinking if I'm listening to this conversation, and I am a small business person, and I'm struggling for workers, how can I incorporate your thought process, your research, and have a full workforce? Like, give me, give me something I can use to go find people to hold down these jobs. Well, I think one of the things is to really listen to the employees that you currently have and that are staying and to find out what is working for them. Why have they decided to stay? Or what are the challenges that they're noting? So, for example, maybe it's that um, going through the pandemic, they've found out that they really treasure having some time at home. You know, it doesn't mean that necessarily the whole staff has to work remotely all the time now, but is there a middle ground where you can meet your employees at? Or is there a way that your organization might be able to, so you're in the food industry, donate a small portion of leftovers at the end of the day and involve your employees in that? So it's finding ways of really listening to your, your employees and what those needs are. Here's a paragraph that you wrote across multiple studies. My colleagues and I have documented both negative and positive psychological changes in the lives of survivors. We found that being exposed to traumatic events like the pandemic can have a profound impact on five key areas of our life. Appreciation of life, social relationships, openness to possibilities, personal strength and existential change. Like a vehicle's dashboard lights, these psychological domains are commonly used to detect psychological trauma as well as psychological growth. And that's what you are taking away from workers in the midst of a pandemic 
and the issue of whether and where they'll return to work. Exactly. That if you look at many individuals that have gone through a trauma, let's take appreciation for life for just a moment. You know, I've been just astonished by the number of businesses I've been to where there's signs, you know, either as you're entering or, you know, maybe by the register that say, you know, please take it easy on our staff. Don't chew them out is more or less what they're saying, that people are getting angry and taking things out on employees. And employees, I think, through the pandemic, have realized that there's more to life than to having to take this from other people. And so they're looking for roles that are going to give them dignity. Can you analogize this to, to any type of catastrophe that we've been through either entirely as a society or some segment of us? Like, what does it remind you of? You know, in many ways, COVID-19 actually reminds me more of a technical disaster than, say, a natural disaster, for example. And so the way that I got into this work was I had moved to South Mississippi just six days before Katrina hit. So that was my welcome to Mississippi. And then later, when I was leaving to start the Institute, uh, was when the deep water oil spill, uh, horizon oil spill happened there along the coast. And one of the differences is, is that we see the immediate impact of a natural disaster, but a technical disaster tends to be more ongoing. Some of the impacts, including economic issues, we don't tend to see that disruption till later. And I think that that's what we're seeing right now in the U.S. economy. Was Katrina similarly an epiphany moment? Did that cause people to reevaluate their lives and, and not go back to certain jobs and instead try to do different things? Absolutely. We saw that everywhere from people that had been in working in factory jobs to even clergy who, going through that event, changed their beliefs, changed their way of understanding themselves and the world and sought to make a change. Okay, so sum up. Dr. Jamie Ayton from Wheaton College says if there are roughly 11 million uh, job openings right now and about 8 million Americans, round numbers, who are unemployed, the reason that it's not as simple as just taking a job that's out there for you is what? It's that it's about the psychology. It's about meeting people's most basic needs beyond just pay. It's giving them meaning in the work that they do. I really appreciate your being here. Thank you for the essay that you wrote for Smirconish.com as well. Thanks so much for the opportunity. A question for the audience. Does that which you have just heard from my guest comport with what's going on in your world? Whether it's you, somebody in your orbit, is it more than just, well, it's a pay issue? Because I, I know... I know the gut impulse of many of you when I say disappointing jobs numbers, 194,000, unemployment is at 4.8%, X number of jobs are out there, X number of people who are out there looking for a job, well, they just need to pay more. If only they would pay, if only there were a $15 federal minimum wage, then all of a sudden those jobs would be filled. These are stingy business people. Pay more. He says pay's a factor. He's not ignoring that. But it's not driving the bus. It's not, in his words, the root cause. Make sense? Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. 
Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.